Retirement planning can be stressful, so our process is designed to put you at ease. At Capital Financial, we pride ourselves in being different from other financial planning firms. During your initial consultation, Parker Holland and his team will get to know you and give you the chance to get to know us. We want to learn all about your vision for retirement so that we can design a plan to help you achieve your long-term financial goals. Take advantage of our complimentary retirement strategy session by calling Parker Holland and the team at Capital Financial at 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. Again, the number to call is 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is provided by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. During the show, Parker Holland provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. 138 points. This is such a blow to invest whether you're a big trader or whether you have a life can be complicated. Planning for retirement doesn't have to be. So what we're looking at here is a plan and a strategy that guarantees the retirement income, but it doesn't give up that growth for safety. Learn tips and tricks to help you move forward. That's not always debt. And that's where I feel like a lot of people have a misunderstanding. When you have the money to pay it all, it's called leveraging. And now, The Parker Holland Show. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is The Parker Holland Show. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Parker Holland is right there. He's an investment advisor representative, a chartered and registered financial consultant. So that would be the CRFP, right? <laughs> no, they have it's CHFC and RFC, but I do miss the chief wealth strategist title. But well, got to love the East Coast changing all the laws on oh, us. Yeah, <laughs> I yes. still go by it in the West Coast, though, so that's all that matters. <laughs> well, well, tell you what, we're going to dig into some uh, pretty interesting stuff today. Uh, in this first segment, we're going to deal with uh, some tips for investments. Uh, and we're talking to, or we're going to be listening to, uh, the Oracle of Omaha himself, uh, Warren Buffett. And and uh, I, I think the best way to start this, Parker, is to just dig in and, and listen to the first one. Let's let's see where he goes. You've got to be prepared when you buy a stock to have it go down 50% or more, and be comfortable with it as long as you're comfortable with the holding. And if you're going to, if you're going to look at the price of the stock and think that you have to act because it's doing this or that or somebody else tells you why well, I mean, you know how can you stay with that when something else is going up or anything you really you've got to be in the right psychological position and frankly some people are not really careful some people are more subject to fear than than others has that been your experience i mean the fear thing i mean that seems to be a, a recurring theme right now a thousand percent and i think coach pete myself marty the reason uh, we focus on education so much in our financial plans is we focus more on like the behavioral finance the psychology of money just like warren buffett was mentioning i mean he's a trailblazer everyone calls him the oracle but i mean it's common sense investing short term and market timing doesn't work ever timing only works in anything in life when you don't try and you need to have that kind of wherewithal and understanding that you're looking longer term. Yes, riding the wave of the market is never fun. There's always going to be an emotional part of money. 
But historically, data-driven, long-term, that consistency and that upward momentum is going to do what it needs to do. I mean, look at Berkshire Hathaway. It's had it's one of the best performing fund companies in the world, but they've had years of negative 20, 30 percent. Sure. And they've had years of positive 40 percent. It's all about the compounding. I had this conversation actually earlier this week with someone. They were looking at their account and they're like, yeah, my, I'm finally glad we did this on, on my account. But why is my year to date on my 401k beating my current account here. And I was like, well, your year to date is showing positive 16% counting contributions. When we changed that ticker to show one year, it was still down 2%. <laughs> and that's where it's always got You got, it's always like when in doubt, zoom out, you got to look at apples to apples. You got to have the long-term mentality, but he's exactly right. You have to be comfortable to ride it out. But financial planning or retirement planning is so important because you need to have a strategy that eliminates that market timing and volatility from your retirement standard living. If you don't have that foundation and guarantee going into retirement, you don't have a real financial plan. Sure. Well, again, uh, well, Warren Buffett is now talking. This one's a real short sweep to the point. It's all about what is investing really? The only reason for making investment and laying out money now is to get more money later on, right? That's that's what investing is all about. Kind of is. <laughs> that's exactly the point of what it is. You're looking to make money. You're looking for long term. You're looking for consistency. The short, I love how it's short and to the point, but overthinking what they call analysis paralysis is the biggest impact to people having detrimental investment and retirement plans. And that approach and being kind of short sighted is going to honestly just implode any goals and objectives you might have. Sure. Well, and again, I think emotion plays such a big role in this mm-hmm. too, especially when it's us and our money and the stock market goes down and, and our first instinct is to sell. And, and that's opposite <laughs> of what we should do. I, I was a broker in a past life. I don't use that um, license much anymore, but the big thing about it is it, it's mental even when you know what you're looking at. It's it's 100% mental, but you got to be able to flip that switch and kind of treat it as a buy time. I always like saying it took years, but kind of seeing red on the screen, it makes you kind of the clearance rack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's I'm not looking at retiring in the next 30 years. <laughs> so right. that's where the big difference and everything comes into play. And you always got to have proper buckets and proper allocations and strategies. And it's not about one stock up, one stock being down. I mean, if you look at at that long-term 10 to 12-year period, that full market cycle, you're going to have that consistency and compounding and that growth you were originally looking for. All right. 877-359-1979. That is the number, 877-359-1979. And uh, so we're talking about just different investment tips, different investment ways. And uh, Warren Buffett uh, has some fairly simple rules for investing. I think we've all heard this. The first rule on investment is don't lose. And the second rule on investment is don't forget the first rule. And that's all the rules there are. I mean, that uh, if you buy things for far below what they're worth and you buy a group of them, you basically don't lose money. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I've heard that for years, the, uh, you know, don't lose money and, and don't yeah. lose money. It's, it's, it, it kinda, but it's, is that possible? Is that even? Well, exactly like he mentioned, you, when you buy something that's undervalued and you know it's going to go up and you buy that sector, you buy that entire piece of the market even if it fluctuates in price or it produces dividends or anything like that, you're not technically losing. But exactly to what he's mentioned before in his other books is it's kind of like when you're gambling, you're not up until you're out. Mm -hmm. And until you withdraw that money, and if 
And if you withdraw for a dollar more than what you put in, that's making money. But if you withdraw it earlier, you let that fear drive you and you pull it out when it's down. That's how you lose money. So that's what he's referencing. You got to look for the long term. You got to look for the consistency. And he's kind of hitting a big piece of what we focus on every day when it comes to retirement planning is sequence of returns. The reason people outlive their money, have to go back to work or live off less money is because they're pulling from down accounts. They forget about the rule of compounding, especially when they're not saving anymore. That's the biggest problem. A lot of brokers and bankers um, have with their clients is they're looking at such a growth mentality and a long-term strategy that when it comes to the point of the paycheck stopping and they have to start paying themselves from these investments, that the market volatility, they're having the conversations of, hey, we have to pray it comes back quick or take less money. Both are not good choices. Not good choices at all. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what separates us being a fiduciary group and not having that impact or concern in our retirement plans is because you have that growth with risk, but you also need that safety and income. The biggest misconception we have to hit every week is growth and safety are not two ends of the spectrum. They're just two goals for the same dollar. And there are ways to do that. Okay. We've got another clip from uh, Warren Buffett here. And he's, uh, this time he's talking about, well, just omission instead of commission, which is interesting. The biggest mistakes I've made by far are mistakes of omission and not commission. It's the things I knew enough to do They were within my circle of competence, and I was sucking my thumb. And that is really, those are the ones that hurt. Those are the big, big mistakes. I mean, that's a, I mean, you know, there's Warren Buffett saying, hey, I screwed up, right? <laughs> that's exactly what he's saying there. And that's where it always kind of goes back to the mentality. Hindsight is 2020. Yeah. And that's a that's the point of what he's referencing. We No one's perfect. No one has a crystal ball. But I guarantee after he made that mistake, he didn't make it again. No, that's the key. And, and that's what separates him. And that's where we see a lot of people kind of running in circles or we're having this self-implosion component of over-analysis or trying to do everything themselves. Your competency is your wheelhouse. If you're a doctor of finance and you're a medical ND, you're both a doctor, but I guarantee one doesn't try to do the job of the other. (laughs) Exactly. And and that's the thing we need to look at. You got to know where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, and have each of them properly addressed. And you got to ask for help. If you don't understand something, internet research, Google is great, but it's not an end-all be-all. We saw this with robo-advisors prior to COVID, and now you're seeing the SEC crack down on robo-advisories and what they're able to offer because the math isn't working because they're taking out the emotion and they're not able to take into account the blending, the fluidity of the market we're in today of government, market economy, global commerce, technology. They're not able, those algorithms can't, they're not perfect. And they're self-imploding a lot of retirement plans. All right. Well, folks, if you'd like to avoid that, now would be a great time to give Parker a call. In fact, let's do that, Parker. Let's take a quick break. Let's uh, go ahead and invite folks to call right now. Hey, let's do it for the next 10 callers, Steve. If you're if you're listening to us right now and you want that no cost, no obligation, total retirement plan, would love to sit down with you face to face and put that together for you. We also have um, the 401k survival box set. Coach Pete has just updated this uh, for the year where it goes into all your options, whether you're in a 401k, thrift savings plan, 403b, teacher, doctor, 
um, state employee. We're here to help. We specialize in all of it. Give us a call now for the next 10 callers. We got this box set. It's a $300 value, but it's yours. No cost or obligation once we sit down to do your plan. It starts with a phone call, folks, 877-359-1979. It's for retirees and pre-retirees. Get some common sense and straight talk instead of, a, well, a whole lot of sit-down financial talk and then a sales pitch. It's not going to happen. Nope, Parker's there for you. He can take things that are complicated, break it down into something that really makes sense. It's your chance to get a true, practical financial review. You heard Parker. Ten callers right now, 877-359-1979. And when we, you connect with us, you'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see not only where you are today, but more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can truly help get you to where you need to be in retirement. In short, you've got nothing to lose. Sit down with Parker, have that conversation, get your own custom-tailored retirement plan. There's no cost, there's no obligation, and it's a phone call away at 877-359-1979. 877-359-1979. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, running out of money is every retirement worst nightmare. Well, we've got some good news for you. When we come back, we're going to outline some things that you can do to help avoid that fate. And really, it's never too late to start. Welcome to the jungle. Are you ready for the financial safari that is retirement? Coach Pete DeRuta and his team at Capital Financial can guide you over the mountains and through the woods of retirement. Check out FinancialSafari.com for the latest shows and A-list guest interviews. If you have a question for Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, go to FinancialSafari.com. Click on the Ask a Question button and your question along with your voice may be used in an upcoming episode of Financial Safari. Financial Safari is available on iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, and Apple HomePod. Are you ready for retirement? Check out FinancialSafari.com. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is the Parker Holland Show. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadala. Parker Holland is here. Parker, of course, investment advisor, representative, um, and lead planner with Capital Financial, and so much more. You can find more about Parker at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. So, Parker, I got to ask you, you're hobbling around here like something's in, like you're in pain. What What's going on? <laughs> I, I actually I just had surgery on my right leg, so that's a lot of fun. I'm Uh-oh. not in pain. I just got the compression and everything on it because I had the wrap come off. Okay. So I, I'm just I'm not used to feeling like an NBA player with just one leg. <laughs> and it doesn't help how hot it's been recently well, as well. Yeah, that's we true. get cold, we get hot. Gotta love it. You gotta love it. Folks, if you want to get a head start, let me give you a number. It's 877-359-1979. Having a fun conversation today. And, and boy, we've talked about this many times, Parker, and, and that running out of money is, is really every retiree's worst a nightmare. In fact, people, you know, the surveys say consistently people are fear death, you know, less than they do running out of money. It's kind of scary to think about, but that is true. We see those all the time, but that's everyone's concern and the number one doesn't matter how much money you have it's all relative when it comes to your standard of living and there's ways to make sure you never run out of money but that doesn't mean you have to lose control of your money and that's where education is key and why we do the radio the books reports everything outliving your money running out of money doesn't mean you have to give up control or access okay and that's where i think there's a big misconception in our industry and i see this all the time with captive brokers and bankers um, when they only utilize their own products and such they don't like the second opinions are more of the conflict free because 
I mean, if you don't do it every day, you don't know, but you can build your car. You don't always have to buy it off the lot. And that's what we want people to realize and have that no cost second opinion is just knowing exactly what's best for them out of the entire industry, not one company, product or fund. All right. And so we're talking about really just facing our fears. And and we talked about this at the start of the last segment uh, about how fear is sort of running things today. And one of the fears is when the market goes down, we got to bail on our stocks. And oh my gosh, we we talked about uh, Warren Buffett in the last segment, how that just doesn't make any sense. But how do we avoid that? How do we avoid that? That I mean, it's a, it's a visual, visceral feeling, right? Market timing, we'll say it just like we did last segment. It only works when you don't try. And okay. The volat- right, I like it. And the market's a heart rate monitor. Let's be honest. It's up and down every five minutes. I mean, it was... Everyone always loved the jokes of how it was driven. Sectors were driven by tweets not too long ago. Yes, but, exactly. but we see it all the time. I mean, news report stuff come out and an entire sector crashes or the futures fall. And then we see red on the screen for five straight days. And then a week later, it's like it never happened. Uh, you got to have the emotional capability, but you got to make sure you have a foundation for retirement. Taking all your money out of the market is never a good idea. Right. But you shouldn't have every dollar in the same part of the market or the same type of investments either. It, one end of the spectrum versus the other. Both are not good choices. You need to have a happy medium. That doesn't mean you need to have half your money in bonds, CDs, or cash either. Because even with rates going up, they're not keeping up with inflation properly. They're generating tax liabilities. It's not what people uh, realize where there's only two choices of bonds and stocks. Mm-hmm. And that's where having that independent conflict-free approach that we do comes in handy is we're able to let people know you can have the market participation. You can have the downside protection without choosing one over the other. You don't have to always choose between growth, liquidity, income, and management. Okay. And I feel like that mentality or that kind of online data research has thrown so many stigmas into the woodwork that people don't realize exactly what's best for them. Sure. Well, I mean, again, it's, it gets confusing because one, we don't want to be out of the market, but then we don't want to be all in the market. Mm. And uh, there is a, there is such a thing as putting too much money in stock, especially as we get a little bit older. We want to, we want to lower that risk profile. And lowering the risk profile, and that's where we always dive in, that risk tolerance is letting us know emotionally where you sit, but it doesn't always drive your investments. Okay. So being conservative doesn't mean that you have to give up all the growth. And being aggressive doesn't mean you have time to put all the money at risk. It's all about where your emotional comfort levels are. So that doesn't drive uh, financial plans like it used to, where your risk tolerance truly dictates all your investments. Mm -hmm. And I want people to realize that is that you don't have to try to cherry pick. You don't have to try to classify yourself, your family at one end versus the other. And we want people to know that there's ways to play both sides. And that's where that independent nature um, comes into play is when you can build a strategy that's best just for you. I don't care if you have the same last name, the same risk tolerance, the same amount of money as the person before or after you in the office. It's not always going to be the same plan. Sure. There's different legacy goals. There's different income needs. There's uh, different timelines. There's different outside structures. There's different guarantee like pension and social security numbers. But you need to have a plan that takes all of that into account. Of course. The government, the market, the tax, all of the efficiencies. Well, and again, I mean, we could dig into taxes if we wanted to. folks. We don't have enough time. I know. That's what I was going to say. Let me just give you a number if you want to know some more. It's eight. 877-359-1979. Let's talk about um, life expectancy and l- longevity risk is something that really it's, it's sort of become a, a bigger issue. 
it's funny the conversations I've had where people are like trying to tell me the exact day they think they're going to kick the bucket or what they exactly want to plan for, but no one's had a crystal ball. And that's where we separate ourselves of making sure both spouses are taken care of, making sure if you live to 121 versus 100, that the numbers are still going to work. Okay. And then also knowing that if something happens to you sooner than expected, it's not going to be a wrench for the surviving spouse or the family either. So you run the plans through 121, right? And it's not to be cute or funny. It's truly to make sure that that inflation and longevity risk doesn't cause issues. Sure. Well, I mean, living to 100 is not an unusual thing. And I mean, my guess is, you know, you guys in your generation, you're going to live beyond a hundred. I hope not, (laughs) (laughs) but we see it all the time. I mean, we were actually looking at this during one of our audits a couple months back, coach and myself and Marty, we were looking at the numbers, the average life expectancy, um, just 12 years ago was closer to that 87 range. And then now, I mean, I used to be able to count on one hand the number of clients we had to even get past 95. Now I can't even do it on enough of, of enough body parts, honestly. <laughs> we see it all the time as life expectancy, medical advances. It is true. And I, we've had more and more people over that 100 range, but it's not been an issue. No, of course not, because you plan accordingly. You plan for that so that if we do get to 100, we're covered. And with second and third marriages and that oh, becoming gosh, more yeah. the norm, I mean, separation uh, in age gaps those used to be a big implosion factor too. And the outliving the money concern came with the the younger spouse. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to handle those gaps and those changes and those retirement drop-offs. And by that, we mean like if a pension is social security or if an account's depleted. Sure. One of the things that's concerning for a lot of folks is uh, relying on a single source of income. So I'm thinking social yep. security, the numbers are amazing. Uh, 94% of retirees, 86% of workers cite social security as the primary source of income in retirement. Those are staggering numbers, Parker. It's it's scary. There's no other way to say it. It is just scary that those numbers and those figures and everything are truly realistic. We see it every single week. Social security in a proper plan is a buffer. It's a tax and healthcare buffer. It's not a driving source. Okay, yeah. uh, that's great to think of it that way. And but if someone is as uh, of the you know maybe they haven't been as good a saver, can can you still make something happen? Let's say over the course of five years. It, it, if I'm still working and I'm going to retire in five years, mm-hmm. I was thinking Social Security. I've got some saved, but not a lot. Can I do it in five years? It's all going to be depending on where the final number needs to be, right. what your monthly expenses, okay. what your standard of living needs to be. And when we dive in and when we look at that, that is the big uh, piece we focus on is what makes the standard of living work 99% of the time after tax, after healthcare, including all the sources of income, including all of the accounts, one spouse outliving the number, health care concerns, all of those moving parts. It's not, it's not just a straight math formula, plug and chug. Those retirement calculators and estimators are great, but they're not always the best options. Sure. Oh, no, I've played mm-hmm. with them. And, and, and again, you can you can make them say whatever you want, essentially. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, again, sit down with Parker and, and begin to put that plan together. If you've never done it before, 877-359-1979. And one of the other things that we touched on this is, uh, well, healthcare, and you get sick, you never see it coming. And that's really the, the, the tragedy of it all. But we've got to be prepared. And having that preparation 
when you're looking at a financial plan, you plan doom and gloom. You plan for the yes. worst case scenario, yep. but that doesn't mean you need to put yourself on like a restraint or a limited budget or give up the potential double digit returns that we've seen over the last decade. Okay. Yeah, sure. And and um, you don't let your grandkids uh, rule you. And having just come back <laughs> from spending a week with my seven grandchildren, oh, you could go broke fast. <laughs> it. it it's seen a lot. Um, people spending their money on others is another reason that you see a lot of people outliving their money. Uh, they're supporting family members, younger family members trying to go through generations. I've seen gifting too much. Yeah. Implode retirement plans. Oh, you got to plan for you. You got to plan for your, what's best for you. I mean, Dave Ramsey, uh, Steve Forbes, Clark Howard, all those big names out there. I know we were just talking about Warren Buffett. You invest in you first. That's the norm. You invest in you first and then use the icing on top to be more discretionary. Okay. And discretionary is other family members. Now, granted, gifting, charitable contributions, those are always stuff and things that you should do if you want to. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you need to solely do that first and then put yourself at risk of outliving the money or not having enough. Sure. All right. 877-359-1979. And uh, boy, we're up against the clock here, Parker. Let's invite folks to call. Come on in. I was going to say, uh, we got time here. We're going to open it back up. Uh, so for the next five callers, we'd love to set a time to sit down for your comprehensive, no-cost financial plan, seeing exactly what's best for you, your goals and objectives, your family. We'll look at taxes. We'll look at healthcare, social security, Medicare, investments, insurance, all the moving parts. Only request is if we do a plan, we sit back down to walk through it. And that's what we're offering here. And we still have a few of the 401k survival box sets left. So that $300 value, it's yours. Give us a call now. 877-359-1979. 877-359-1979. It's really why we give the uh, give you, the listeners, an opportunity to review your individual plans for retirement. It's just what Parker was talking about. Everyone is individual. We can find out if there's any potential red flags. Could cause a problem for you down the line. Uh, what about the what about any kind of tax implications? Yes, and Social Security. Yep, it's all covered. 877-359-1979. No cost, no obligation. Make that call right now, and we were going to come back Oh, we're going to talk about some case studies when we come back. It's one of my favorite parts of the show. Stick around. It's that and more right after this. With Parker Holland and the team at Capital Financial, customizing the strategy of your retirement plan is just one of their goals. At Capital Financial, there's so much more. It's a custom approach in taking the time to get to know you, to get to know your unique financial situation. Most importantly, finding out your retirement goals. That information is critical in creating your retirement plan. This involves building income for your retirement and proper protection with proactive tax strategies, long-term care and out-of-pocket health care protection, and knowing your legacy wishes building your retirement and it never hurts to get that human touch holistic and customized retirement planning it means so much call parker holland of capital financial 877-359-1989 877-359-1989 or text parker to 600 700 text parker to 600 700 
Hey, welcome back, everybody. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadal. Parker Holland is here. This is the Parker Holland Show. And uh, we've been talking about everything from Warren Buffett to, um, you know, how to just survive retirement, which is what we talk about every week. And one of the things that is the highlight, at least for me, and I think for our listeners, too, is when you start breaking down the, the case studies. And, and, and we make these up. They're arbitrary numbers. But but it's a good idea and it's a good example of how you really put together a plan for people that, that may not have otherwise had a clue. Most people do come to us without having a plan or strategy or anything in place, but we also do see a lot of second opinions and everything there okay, too. Okay, sure. So that's where we always say uh, no cost or obligation with what we offer. Even if you have a plan, we still want to make sure everything's right on track and there's nothing being missed. A lot of time people have a strategy in place that they've been self-directing. They've just been throwing money in a 401k or 403b or TSP, or they might have uh, more of an investment uh, understanding and they're self-directing their own traits. Uh, but a lot of time there's tax implications and estate implications that aren't taken into account. And then on the other end as well, too, we have people that have existing brokers, bankers, financial planners, and they just don't do the estate, the tax, the health care, the social security. They're just on the investment side, which isn't an issue. It might give you a great foundation or roadmap, but the fluidity is the most important piece of, especially when you're in that financial red zone, or especially if you're in retirement, mm -hmm. making sure that foundation is set. Sure. Well, and again, you have to be flexible in the process because that document, that plan is a, is an ever evolving document, right? We see that all the time. I had that conversation actually um, earlier in the week, this week, and it seems to happen a lot. We had someone come in, they had like a financial plan in place. It was like a 12 year plan. And they were so worried about saying, well, I may not be here in 12 years. And we're like, Hey, that's that's not what that advisor was saying. Everything is planned long term, but you're able to make changes in the short term if it's properly done and you have that fiduciary capacity. You could be two years in and market changes, government changes, economic tax changes. That flexibility is just the is what's always key, but that's just an earmark. One spouse may live longer. A lot of people have that misconception. Oh, I want to look at the this kind of entertaining. I want to look at the 10 year performance of what I am in the past <laughs> over the best 10 years we've had yeah. of something that wasn't even around 10 years ago, but then I'm worried about when I'm projecting out more than five years. So you're looking back 10, but you don't want to project out more than right. five. Okay. It's always about taking the emotion to having that behavioral finance. And that's where it's key. And I even have my own financial planner because it's hard to take the emotion out of your own money. Of course. I can look at everything unbiased on this end, but I even admit that on the personal side, yes, I always go behind them, but I can't do it as efficiently. Right. And that's coming from someone who does it every day. It's kind of like a doctor. You might be able to handle the small stuff yourself, but you're not going to perform surgery on yourself. Nope. <laughs> nope. I hope not. Hope not. Yeah. And you got to just make sure you're working with a team of planners that you're comfortable with because it is always your plan, not theirs, but they need to be able to have that understanding. And so today, who are we? Who do we got today? What uh, what did we draw out of the hat? So you know I got to do a Parker plan. Uh, right. These plans are always signed off on. I actually used the wheel this time, Steve. Okay. I didn't do the hat. I wanted to hear the clicks. I know we can't do it anymore, but I always liked it. So I, I withdrew uh, a couple, 64 and 61. Okay. So this is kind of like Pretty the perfect young. retiring scenario. Yeah. But the the entertaining part is they're working a little later. So this would go into more impact of social security planning business owners. This happens a lot. Uh, they're retiring in six years. So they're 64 and 61. They're retiring in six years where they'll of course be 70 and then somewhere around 67 mm -hmm. and they have a million dollars saved for retirement. Okay. Not unusual today. Not unusual. Great scenario. Very relative. Um, it's an easy number. Can always work off the fractional basis, but here's the important piece. 
what's that standard of living going to look at? Now, when we do these case studies on air, Steve, we're not looking at social security. We're not right, looking not at even future savings. Into, yeah. We're looking just off that million dollar plan. Okay. Now, and so where is that money? So what I like about the, these plans is it honestly doesn't matter where the money is, okay. whether it's in a Roth, whether it's in a 401k, whether it's just in a stock account, whether it's in cash. Yes, that will change the tax implications, but it doesn't change the figures here we're going to talk about for income. Now, okay. this would change if it was pre-tax or post-tax, but for the conversation's sake, I just say, all right, million dollars, let's say it's in a retirement account. How much is it going to generate in six years without any risk of outliving the money, even if the younger spouse outlives the older? None of these figures change. So one spouse passing away does not change the numbers. Okay. So million dollars, we're waiting six years. That's going to start producing 65000 a year. Wow. In retirement income. Now, that means over a life expectancy tables of going to age 95, the 64-year-old going to 95, so most expectancy mm -hmm. tables say you'll be retired for 30 years, that means that that million dollars was over $1.5 million in income. Wow. And it's still continuing. And this is assuming zero market returns. Here's the benefit of these plans with that when you have guarantees. Market returns don't drive performance. They make the numbers better, but they can't make it worse. Okay. And that's what we were talking about in the first segment before we went to commercial, where it's about having a proper plan and where it's about being flexible. You don't need to give up the growth for the safety, but you need to have that foundation to build off of. This is exactly what that is. Now, most people out there listening, they're running the numbers. They're like, well, that's a 6% plus income yield. Correct. Wall Street says you should only be able to take out 2 to 3%. But if you have plans with guarantees, that 6 percentile is not an issue if you have that foundation. Now, here's the kicker, Steve. And this is where I always like looking at uh, performance in the market. I always run, what if the market replicated itself? What if the market did exactly what it did over the last um, 12 years. Okay. So going back to what we just mentioned, 12 years is a market cycle. That's all that it is. So if we went back over the last 12 years, here's the problem I have with looking at past performance. The last 12 years annualizes over 14%. So when you blend most of the traditional market indexes, they're doing over 14% in the last um, decade to 12 years. That's amazing. But you're not giving up growth for safety. We can't reiterate from that fiduciary side. We don't live in upside at all. So 64 and 61, waiting six years, million dollars in the plan. Okay. Let's say the market did exactly what it did over the last 14 years. That 65,000 is now going to be over 180,000. A year? A year. Wow. Not counting social security, not counting future savings. And the benefit of that is as the account earns interest due to the market per performance it's in, those figures are going to grow. So that 180000 by that same 30-year life expectancy of age 95 would have grown to over 740000 Jeez. So that million would have produced over $9.2 in that 24-year income wow. payout. And that is, I mean, potentially that could happen. I mean, this is if it started 12 years ago today. Right. I mean, these are real numbers. We're not like cherry picking. We're just taking the annualized performance, not we're counting all the ups and downs. We're annualizing it. We're having, yes, we had years of 25% over mm -hmm. the last second. We had years of zero, but the benefit is that million dollars would still be worth over 10 million for the heirs. Man, that's nice. Put in a million, <clears throat> wait six years, take out um, over 9 million and still have 10 million left. Wow. Now, let's say the market doesn't do that. Okay. Let's say the market does half of what it's been doing. All right. So fair. it never has a year higher than 8%. Okay. So it never had a year higher than 8%. A million would start producing 110,000. 
So it's less, but it beats the 65 markets down for the next 30. Yeah. That income is going to still grow. So that means over 2.8 million in income is received by age 95 and it still has 2 million left for the heirs. Hmm. So yeah, it's Jeez. not as attractive as the 14% returns, but, but you can safely assume the market's going to do somewhere in between. Yeah. Well, I think that's fair. And I, th- I think I love the fact that when you lay it out, you lay it out in a worst case scenario. You, it's never going to be worse than this. Zero is your hero. If you don't make any money, you're not going to lose any. Yeah. And that's where we dive into and everything here is the zeros. Your hero is always a great uh, fail safe, but the zeros doesn't mean you got to give up all right. the returns. Right. Exactly. And that's what we love looking at. Well, again, with the you know with the various products that are out there today, and and how you can implement those into a plan, I mean, it's it makes just makes a lot of good sense. And it's all about having that plan. It's all about having a strategy, and it's all about um, making sure everything is as efficient as it should be. And that's where we want to always extend the offer. If you want your own plan done, no cost or obligation, see exactly where you're at, exactly uh, what the numbers come out to be, and just put together a strategy of saying, hey, market's down, what's your retirement income? But if the market goes up, not limiting your upside, that's what we're here for. Sure. I always like using the Parker plan, (laughs) alliteration there, but myself, Marty, uh, Steve, Greg, the entire team, no matter who you hear on the radio, we work on every plan together. These strategies are molded for each individual. There is no cookie cutter product or fun. Sure. It's all about comprehensive. And don't forget, we have our specialists on the estate side, the tax side, healthcare, Medicare, social security. We're going to look at the fluidity, the efficiency between all the moving parts. And the biggest piece is it's no cost or obligation. We have our books and reports here. Steve, we ran out of the 401k survival box, okay. notes, but I did um, grab some of the seven baby steps to a ridiculously reliable retirement that's income. A quick, that's a great quick read. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very quick read, but it goes through and hits a lot of the big questions. Absolutely. 877-359-1979. That is the number to call folks. You can also text Parker direct. Just text Parker to 600-700. Parker to 600-700. CapitalFinancialUSA.com is the website. I would encourage you to check that out. You can learn a little bit about, well, well, Capital Financial, what they do, how they do it. And you will also find that you'll get some background on Parker and all those calculators that we talked about. They're, they're, it's a great starting point. So do check it out. CapitalFinancialUSA.com. There we go. All right. We do need to take a quick break, but let's come back. And when we do come back in segment four, that means it's time for questions from listeners. That and more right after this with Parker Holland. And now a nightmare retirement consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risks, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk, run from that office, and go to your future financial partner who has your best interest in mind. With a retirement plan that includes growth, protection, and income so you can sleep well at night. Call Parker Holland and the team at Capital Financial at 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. Again, the number to call is 877-359-1989 or text Parker to 600-700. We're back on the Parker Holland Show with Parker Holland. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a fun time today as usual. We cover a lot of ground, and uh, but yet there are people who have questions and this is their opportunity to, to ask. Um, and so... 
uh, let's just let's just jump in. Scott is uh, wondering. He says, "I plan to retire at 65. I should have about two million dollars in retirement accounts, as well as about thirty-five hundred dollars a month in Social Security. I'll own my home that is currently worth about eight hundred and fifty thousand. Now, does the four percent rule apply to me if I don't want to leave anything behind after I die?" I don't want to die with money in the bank. <laughs> what's Do you that, ever hear yeah, that? What's that song? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all, sometimes we all want the last check to bounce, but that kind of goes back to what we mentioned earlier with the crystal ball. Scott, I, there are a lot of ways to focus on what we call spin down plans, where it's strategies to generate higher income, which to your point, it means that you're able to take out more than the 4% rule, but it also depends on how old you currently are now what your accounts are in in those retirement accounts and how long you have until that retirement date. If your expenses are well within your means and you don't have any debt like you're mentioning, the 4% rule may not apply, but we also, we can't just assume and have you hitting a zero balance at like age 90. Yeah, right. Uh, you got to be able to have adjustments for healthcare changes, long-term care concerns, stuff of that sort. But I bet you can get a lot of bang for your buck out of that re- those retirement accounts that'll beat kind of the traditional 4% rule. But we also need to make sure that these numbers get there. If you're in your 50s, we can't assume you'll have 2 million. We have to set strategies up to ensure that. So I would say give us a call, Scott. We'll show you exactly what your own retirement roadmap looks like. 877-359-1979. Scott, there's the number to call. Uh, Leah has a question. She says, for years, I've heard that IRAs are tax deferred. But I make after-tax contributions as it's a personal IRA I started myself about 20 years ago. Does this mean I'll be taxed again when I take distributions at retirement, or I am, or am I completely confused about this? I have this conversation a lot, Leah. You're not alone. When you put money in a retirement account, especially if you're self-employed or you're just doing it personally, you're right. You're taking from your checkings and funding that retirement account. But if you have a CPA or tax professional you're working with, or if you're doing it yourself on Quicken, TurboTax, whatever it may be, you're deducting what you put in from your total income. So if you make 100000 a year and you put 7000 in IRA, it means you're only paying tax on the 93000 Yes, you are putting in money that's can't come from that came from a paycheck to your checking. But when you file your taxes, and this is the reason we do it um, months after the end of the year, is because you're writing it off. So you're still technically putting in pre-tax funds. I see. So you will be retire. You will be taxed again in retirement when you take them out. But you got the write-offs on those contributions. Okay. So that I mean that makes sense, and I understand the confusion there because yeah. it can get a little tricky. I think, um, and you know, sure. Uh, and, well, and there's other ways too. I mean, if she's potentially doing like a Roth IRA. Yeah, that's what I was going to get And that's to. a different conversation. Sure. If Lee's doing a conversion or like a non-deductible IRA contribution so that she can do a conversion to a Roth, that would be where she is doing something that's not deductible. And she is putting in after-tax money, but it's going to a convert itself to a tax-free Roth. That is something she could be doing where a lot of people call it a backdoor IRA. But from what it sounds like, it's just slight confusion on the tax write-off sure. being after the um, calendar year versus the tax year. Right. And again, uh, right. So let's see. Uh, we've got more here. Let's see. Let's go to Al in, uh, and he's wondering, he says, I'm a new listener enjoying the program. Now, I understand this may sound like a dumb question, but once you retire, how do you take those withdrawals? This is where it's 100% personal. I mean, most people replicate a paycheck, so they do monthly. Uh, where they take out monthly withdrawals. Some people do quarterly. Some people do once a year. I don't know how they budget that way, but I see it a lot. Uh, But normally 
it's you're setting up direct deposit with your own funds. So no matter what group you're working with, no matter who's holding your money, you're just going to be doing withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Um, those withdrawals will be at your your direction. If you're saying, hey, I want to do it at um, first of the month, every single month, the 15th, it's going to be whatever you choose, but it's just a direct deposit. Okay. So that yeah. makes sense. And, and, uh, it, but the, the strategy for taking money from which account that becomes part of the, plan. that becomes part of the plan. So you read my mind, Steve, that depending on the tax coding and which accounts are needed, that does come into play. Plus on the other side too, is exactly to what you were just mentioning. Um, sometimes the way we structured is we have certain accounts hitting at one part of the month, certain hitting at the other to kind of give you that financial fill up um, that most people like having in retirement. Mm -hmm. But it's not a dumb question, Al. The one thing we will mention is just always make sure you're taking what's right and what's beneficial for you and what's most efficient for taxes because you want to pay what you owe, not a dollar more. (laughs) Not a dollar more. That's so true. So true. Al, give us a call. It's uh, 877-359-1979. Fran has a question. Fran's got a birthday coming up the end of this month. She says September 28th. If I file for Social Security and set my retirement date to October 1st, when will I receive my first Social Security check? In December? Okay, you're asking a loaded question here for me, Miss Fran. I do not want to put my trust in a government program doing okay. something on time. <laughs> I always recommend setting up your SSA.gov because they do everything online now, um, setting up your Social Security about 60 to 90 days in advance of when you want your first check because that is what they're reporting as their processing time. Okay, 60 to During 90 COVID, days. During COVID, they were going over 120 days. Oh, my. So your birthday's in September. You're retiring October 1. I would have that set up around August at the latest, or at the latest, probably early September. But you'll just set up your direct deposit to be after October 1. The big thing a lot of people forget is you want that Social Security to hit after you hit your last paycheck. So if you're paid... Um, bi-monthly or bi-weekly, however your firm calls it, Mm -hmm. I would actually recommend it to start a little later because when people retire, they forget they're still entitled to benefits and stuff and normally takes a pay cycle or two for you to be off payroll. So they may not even hit your last uh, paycheck for you, Miss Fran, until like October 15th. So you want your Social Security to be after that. So I'd reach out to your HR, see what it may be. But you can always play it safe. You can always set it like further out, like let's say December, if you're able to budget and you have adequate cash reserves to do that. But a lot of people don't realize they also prorate that first Social Security check too. Uh, Let's see. We've got one more here. Let's uh, join Roy this time. Uh, Roy says, I'm 64 next month. I plan to retire in December of this year. My wife is 62. I'm the higher wage earner and I plan on waiting until I turn 67 to collect my Social Security. My wife works part-time, earns about $27,000 a year. Can my wife start Social Security right away when she turns 62 and then get the extra spousal benefit when I start taking it at 67? The other question is, will my wife's Social Security benefit be reduced since she's still working a part-time job? Thanks. (laughs) A lot going on there. It, It is a lot going on there. I always have to say this is based on current law. This is based on currently what Social Security and everything's doing as of today. So they could, of course, change that at any time. But the short answer is she can work 
and take Social Security, but that $27,000 right on the line. Yeah. So, of course, I assume that's a rounded number, but she may be getting a reduced benefit because she is working while taking it. So, they, it is going to be a reduced benefit until she is 67, assuming that's her full retirement age. Mm-hmm. Because when you're working and taking Social Security, when you're double dipping, if you're earning too much, even if it's part-time, they're going to reduce that Social Security check um, for the penalty offset. Sure. But at 67, they'll put it right back. Now, if she's under the threshold of that uh, figure, she may be able to take both and not be getting a reduced benefit. Now, granted, that reduced benefit is not the same as being taxed on it. Okay. So she, if you're working and getting, you're always going to have to include it when you file your taxes. Yep. Because a lot of people forget you got to fund the Ponzi scheme. You yeah, gotta, got to. Double taxation doesn't exist, but it's right there. It's pretty but, much right there. But for you, Roy, where you mentioned you were a higher earner when you start at 67, she will get a spousal benefit increase. But I like mentioning that that doesn't mean it'll be exactly the 50%. Since she started sooner than her age 67, it'll be a prorated algorithm of her receiving the spousal benefit reduced for her early start age. Okay. So everything falls into the algorithm. SSA.gov, I'm glad they went online because they have the calculators. They have the pieces up there if you want to play with the numbers. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be a lot of moving parts with this. And this is where we mentioned Roy gives a call for us to do a plan because there may be, it may not be best for her to start it. It may be best for you to start it while she's continuing part-time work, it all depends on all the moving parts and the outside accounts. When you look at social security by yourself, it's easy to kind of get into the weeds and get confused, but then what you're planning on there may not be what's best when you're looking at the total financial picture. Okay. That's where we always say you have to have a team. You have to have a plan because there's a lot of things in here that can make it better or worse, depending on outside assets in the total financial picture. Okay. Fair enough. Well, again, boy, we have uh, certainly filled up the show today, Parker. Let's uh, go ahead and invite folks to call one more time. Next 10 callers, give us a call. We'd love to set up a time with you face-to-face to put together a total comprehensive financial retirement plan. This will be your own strategic planning session. See exactly where you're at, where you want to be, if there's any red flags and potholes and the best way to address it. Give us a call right now. We also have the seven baby steps uh, book that we always say, Dave, get you out the hole. We handle everything past that. This is about reliable retirement income. And we'd love to sit down with you to let you know exactly what your numbers look like. Sounds great, Parker. Go ahead, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. 877-359-1979. It's really an opportunity to get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. Uh, Let Parker take the things that are complicated, break it down into something that really makes sense. It is an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. So if you're listening, call us 877-359-1979. And when you do, you'll get that comprehensive financial review that Parker just described, plus all the extras that go along with it and you'll have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. Give us a call 877-359-1979, 877-359-1979. Parker, as always, a pleasure to be here and uh, to have these shows. It goes by very, very quickly. It always does. It's great to be here, Steve. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. And we're going to come back next week with new topics and questions and a whole lot more here on the Parker Holland Show with Parker Holland.
Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is provided by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice is given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. During the show, Parker Holland provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested.